0: to my heart. Uh, And I hope you'll see today that it's very near to God's heart. But to start off, we're going to have two families share, uh, they're going to come up in a second, kind of their story of adoption. But first, I just wanted to uh, get you guys involved a little bit here. If we could have everybody stand up who is adopted, if you could just stand for a second. Now stay standing, stay standing. Um, Now, I'm going to ask you to stand if someone in your immediate family is adopted, if you could also stand, does everybody stay standing? And then if you have ever provided uh, or been participated in foster care, if you could stand. That's more. And then if anyone in your extended family has been adopted, if you could stand. There we go, almost everybody. And then if you know anybody who's adopted... If you can stand, <laughs> all right, all right, we got everybody standing. Okay, uh, we're gonna have Jed and Priscilla are gonna share. Uh, I think Jed is gonna go first here. All
1: right, hi, I'm uh, Jed Trot. Um, So, uh, bear with me, um, this morning, because, uh, when I wrote this out, uh, I did it unemotionally, but that doesn't always work out, uh, when I'm, I'm reading it. So, um, this is the story of how I became a foster parent and eventually became an adoptive father. Um, it's not the story of me saving anyone. It's the story of me being saved, um. And this is not a story of how I enacted my plan. This is a story of God drafting me to fight on his side. Um, as many of you are probably familiar with, I started out with a rebellious heart. It is in Psalm 51.5. It says, Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Uh, now, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, my parents are here. I grew up in this church. Um. And my parents taught me about God, and I believed in God. Um, But by the time I got to college, I was a little tired of following God. Uh, I felt like following God was boring and oppressive. Um, And if I followed God, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. So I decided I was going to take some time off and just do whatever I wanted. Um, So I did that for about three months... Before uh, I found out that my uh, girlfriend was pregnant, Uh, I thought my life was over. But in reality, it was just beginning. Um, At that time, I spent three days just wrestling with God, crying in bed, asking, why me? Uh, It was kind of my road to Damascus moment. Um, God had smacked me down in my rebellion to remind me that he was God... And then I should follow him, which turned out to be a very uh, useful lesson. Um, I knew that I was called to marry my girlfriend, now my wife Sarah, and to care for my child, uh, now an amazing 14-year-old I'm very proud of, Sophie. And I felt that if I followed God in doing this, he would care for me, so that my you know, end of the bargain would be following God, and his end of the bargain was taking care of me and my family. Um, The next five years of my life uh, demonstrated that God is indeed faithful. Getting through school by exchanging the baby, uh, Sophie outside class, and racing a stroller through campus was tough. Negotiating financial aid every semester was challenging and stressful. And surviving financial distress after not making almost any money in a commission-based job, after school was not easy, but through all of it, God was faithful. He took care of us. Um, so a few years uh, down the line after that, um, we were a little more financially stable, uh, but we were having trouble um, having a baby um, after our uh, second daughter, um, Lucy, was born. Um So Sarah suggested that we look into foster care, and I thought, you know, why not? Uh, God has been faithful to us, and I trusted he would be faithful in the future. Um, direct adoption is expensive. We didn't have a lot of money, so we thought that foster care would be a good way uh, to add to our family without all the expense. Um, that uh, is a terrible idea. Uh, if you're wondering, so um, don't don't follow that as an example. Um, But once we went to the foster care training, I connected to the call of foster care. Um, For me, I could see my daughter in those kids who didn't have anybody to care for them. I could see how that uh, could be the situation for my family. Um, So I believe that if I followed God in this, that he would give us what we wanted, a child. And this turned out to be truer at that time than I thought. Because soon after training, we got an adorable little guy placed with us. And one month after that, we found out we were pregnant. So uh, we got a double blessing. Now, foster care was challenging. Um, I was not a very compassionate person. Not a very open-hearted person. Um, by, uh, I don't know, either nature or... Raising. uh, Blame who you want. Um, But miraculously, God opened my heart to my son, Ben. Whatever problems or difficulties parenting him involved, I didn't care. God had turned my heart toward him. I loved him. Um, Now, the foster care system was nerve-wracking. We didn't know what was going to happen with Ben, um, what was going to happen with his birth mom. Uh, but through that, God was faithful to us and to Ben, and two years after that, uh, Ben came to us, we were able to adopt him. Um, and so, he's right there. I'm very thankful for him. Uh, he's wonderful. So the lesson I learned for that is, if I followed God's call, um, into something that was a little unknown, then God would, you know, give me what I wanted. Um, So after we adopted Ben, we felt a continued call to foster, so we kept our home open uh, to other kids that might be placed with us. And um, about two and a half years later, uh, after we'd adopted Ben, we had a new foster son enter our home, Jordan. He was a little baby when he came into our house, uh, under a year. Uh, He was a cute little guy, and as he grew, uh, we saw he was a little spitfire, Um, which I love. Um, That's right in my wheelhouse. Uh, I fell in love with him, too. His father didn't seem to be very engaged with the process of trying to get him back, and so I expected that we would be able to adopt him. Um, I was glad. I expected that God would be faithful by bringing this child into our family, so that is my version of what God's faithfulness would look like. Um, But I didn't get what I expected. Two years after he came to live with us, um, Jordan returned to live with his father. I was devastated. Uh, I can remember distinctly the Saturday morning when he went back. (sighs) We just sat in the living room and wept, our whole family. And I wondered why God had done this. I wondered if there was a point to it, and I questioned God's faithfulness, because it wasn't what I wanted. Uh, Then, uh, over time, uh, struggling through prayer and uh, wise counsel of some people in this room, God showed me that God's faithfulness is not to my plan for my life even if I feel like I'm following him. I had been believing that if I followed God, he would give me what I wanted. I thought that if I did what God asked, he would be on my side. But that is not the way it works. God is on God's side. He's not about furthering my plan for my life. He's about his plan for the universe, and his wonderful plan for my life is part of that plan that greater plan I wanted to see I wanted to see Jordan grow up I wanted to take care of him I wanted to teach him about Jesus' love for him and I'm not going to get to do that because that was not God's plan I can't save Jordan truth is that I never could. Jordan is in God's hands. And he always was. Having trouble reading. <laughs> All right. Um, so we have another foster son now, Aaron. And it was hard for me to agree to open our house up to him because it is hard for me to open my heart up. And we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron. He's been with us for about a year and a half now, Uh, whether he'll stay with us or go back to his birth parents. Um, This is a constant struggle for me. I struggle to love, I struggle to be patient, and I struggle to trust God. Uh, But I know that this is the struggle to which God has called me. Uh, He's called me... uh, Participate in being part of his plan to save, not going out and saving uh, anyone. And so uh, I also just want to say thank you to everybody in this congregation who has uh, supported us in this um, and whose love and prayers uh, we feel.